0: Welcome to the Be Seen Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. Hello, hello, hello. Today I have a special guest on. She is an audacious leadership keynote speaker, a lifestyle author, and owner of Fidence Global Image Consulting. She infuses women with confidence and clarity insights to find their voice, Free their voice and look fabulous exercising their voice. Let me introduce you to my new friend, Miss Christy Kennedy.
1: Christy. Hello, hello, beautiful Christy. (laughs) (laughs) I am glad
0: you are on the show. You are doing some amazing things in the world right now.
1: Tell us about them. Oh, goodness. You know, one thing I love to do is empower individuals because I have felt disempowered on many levels and I've dedicated my life, Christy, to impacting the lives of others. And I just think one of my models is we lift as we climb and there is no greater gratification than helping pull somebody up and knowing that you used to be there. And so that's literally what I do all day, every day.
0: Absolutely. You know, a lot of people need to be lifted up. I mean, myself as well. I've been through a lot of challenges in my life that I've overcome and I've overcome those challenges because of great people who are open to helping, you know, genuinely from the goodness of their heart. And that's something that you absolutely do. Tell us about some challenges that you have endured in your life.
1: Mm. One of the challenges that comes to my mind, Christy, is health challenges and especially, you know, being an African-American female. Uh, about six years ago I had seven fibroid tumors removed from my body and I suffered with those for about five years. Now to paint the picture so you can see what I was enduring every single month when my menstrual cycle came on I was losing an exorbitant amount of blood and it left me anemic one and two While I was going through that, I was experiencing a financial hardship. I had no health insurance to be able to pay for those tumors to be removed. And they were growing every single year, getting larger. And so the doctor said, I look like a three-month pregnant woman in this small frame of mine." And I, I tell you, I still kept getting up every single morning because the mind is something serious and it has to be strengthened no matter what you're going through in life. If you don't keep the mind strong, you won't be able to persevere through the test that life is that's going to throw you. And so that was really one of my most difficult challenges. Ultimately, I did have the operation uh, once I ended up going back to work for someone, going to eight to five and they provided health insurance. Uh, But that was a turning point for me. When I got the surgery, I had to have four units of blood pumped in my body before they could even operate. So that lets you know how low my blood was as a result of those tumors. And fibroid tumors are very common in the African American community. And most women, they don't like to talk about it because who wants to talk about the shame of having accidents in public spaces? the the blood flow would be so heavy, I would constantly soil my pants. So I'm having public accidents. And it was one of the most humiliating, embarrassing uh, seasons of my life. And that's why I'm so compassionate and empathetic towards women, especially women of color, because you know, all the different challenges that we have just being female and add on top of that being black.
0: Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Yeah, a lot of
0: things people don't want to talk about. Uh, So a lot of women kind of keep these things hidden. And yeah. they suffer, you know, it causes suffering, it causes depression, it causes yeah. them to want to hide and become invisible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they still have to keep going. They still yeah. have a family to take care of, a house to take care of, you know, mm-hmm. food to put on the table and mm-hmm. try, try their best to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So you talk about the mind needs to be strengthened. Yeah. yeah. Now, what kind of things that you do during that time that help you strengthen your mind?
1: Mm. I am a large and a huge proponent of vision boards why because I want to have these positive words speaking back to me especially on those days when you know you're in your low place and we call it the valley and I tell people you can have victory in your valley Uh, but I ended up creating 19 vision boards six vision books And every single, whether it be month, every year, that I needed to elevate in my mindset, I would create a new vision board because clearly I need to dream bigger. I need to think on a larger scale because this is what I'll say. Your vision has to be greater than your valley. If your vision is not greater than your valley, you don't have enough weight, enough power, enough force to pull you out of that low place. And most people, they're often waiting for someone to come rescue them. And I say, well, what if they don't come to... Five years later, are you going to sit in misery until then?
0: That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> I love that you have
0: vision boards. I so have a vision board as well. I have these journals all over my house that I, you know, write my affirmations. So we're true sisters. We really are. In <laughs> <And> Christ,
1: absolutely. <laughs> uh, how can someone start creating a vision board? What's on like your vision board? Mm, well, it depends on which one you're looking at. So let me look at one right quick. I'm looking at the pink vision board and the pink vision board that came after I was laid off. I was a medical esthetician in 2014 received, I call it, I received the pink slip and turned it into queen Fitness And that was one of my pivotal moments also. Uh, but when I talk about having a vision greater than your valley, so what happens if someone takes away your revenue? And it was such a wake up call to make sure I never give anyone that kind of power to dictate what I can and what I cannot earn. So, hence why we all often advocate for multiple streams of income, because that's someone else's, you know, establishment. And anytime they change the rules, what the game changes. And so, I literally put a pink board on the wall and all of the focus was, who am I? My daily disciplines include, because I knew I was gonna have to be disciplined to stay above the negative emotions that was gonna come. You didn't know when the change was gonna come. What, you know, was I gonna get another job? Was I gonna build this business? You know, and I have too big to fail on it. So usually the boards have a theme for me. Everybody does vision boards a little differently, but for me, because I'm big on words, and, and they're very affirming. I'm thinking about how I want to feel in the moments of my life, because this is what we have to do. We have to master moments. And I often tell my clients, don't allow moments to become monuments. And, if, and this was when you hear people say, What well, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm paralyzed. I don't know what to do next and all of that language is very disempowering, of course you're not going to move forward because this is what you're telling your brain, and your brain is going to cooperate with you. But if you start speaking, I know who I am and I know where I'm going, I am sure of the next step that I take is going to lead me to the next best step to take. Do you see how different that is?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So you're saying to create a vision board for each situation in your life. Let's say if you want a better health, you'll create a vision board for that want to start a business you create a vision board around that and the things that you want and things you envision things you dream up within that within the the business that you want to create you want a relationship you know how you want your relationship you create a vision board about around that and vision boards have been so powerful in my life I remember way back I was in um, school and on the back of my I was like putting together a vision board and I put it in the back of my sleeve in my notebook so every day you know you're doing your assignments i was seeing that sheet of paper that I put little pictures out that i was going to create a larger vision board for but long story short i looked at that book or found that book in a garage when i was moving mm-hmm. and found that every last one of those things came true wow i love it and i oh, said oh my gosh i have to create another one so i have a huge big one in my <laughs> prayer and meditation room that i look at and pray upon three
1: times a day Oh, I love that! But and I wanna, I wanna jump in right there, Kristy, because often individuals they go to the vision board party, right? And then where do they put that vision board? Underneath the bed? How know. can you manifest it? No. Yeah, you want to intensify, fortify, multiply until you occupy. I'll say, speak to that vision board. Let that vision board speak back mm-hmm. to you. You're constantly saying what you see. Like I have on one, it's the in-between moments that count. So when you're in that in-between space, waiting for something to happen, what are you doing to maximize those moments?
0: Right, right, right. It has to be in your face and in the forefront of your mind every single day. I have, I have pictures of my car, I have pictures on my computer, everywhere. Mm-hmm my cell phone i have pictures of things i want it has to be in your face every day in your body you're you're uh, you're gonna eventually lean toward it it's gonna yeah. come to you it's like everything is energy and mm-hmm. i love that so absolutely great there um now you talk about like getting laid off and yeah. your revenue taken away that's as that's, that's powerful. Right now, a lot of people, a lot of people in this world have lost their jobs due the, to the pandemic. Mm, yeah. What would you say to them?
1: Mm, someone reached out to me recently on LinkedIn and she was asking me this very same question for job seekers. And I, I said that First, they're going to have to see themselves as the asset because we talked about the disempowering thoughts. You can easily slip into what victim mentality. I have clients that often battle depression, and out here, I'm sleeping 16 hours a day. Now, this is not the time to check out on your life. It's not the check time to check out on your purpose and your potential. It's the time for you to dial in and remember that you're the asset. I remember one of my peers teaching us. She said she was a lawyer. She said you never. Never sit at the table unless you're willing to walk away. And so I want them to understand that whatever table they sit at, whatever opportunity, they don't have to settle but that is going to take some serious internal resilience. It's going to take some conviction that you're worth your weight in gold. You're worth the higher. You're worth that price, whatever that is you're looking for, you're asking for, but you have to understand that you have the power to attract the best opportunities to you. So I would say, work on your mindset, get in the right state of mind to attract the best to you. Because if you're thinking, oh, I'm never going to find a job, woe is me. That's exactly what you're going to keep Repeating this, and I always ask my clients, Do you want to recycle these emotions? Do you want to recycle these outcomes? It's going to require you to come up in your thinking, in your thought process.
0: Wow, absolutely. I remember myself looking for a job back when, when I was so deep in, um, you know, just limiting beliefs about myself and low self esteem. When I go to a job interview, I felt a desperation. Yeah. And you can, you're saying that you can't go into a job interview like that. You have to go in there and take charge and powerful and say, hey, this is what, you know, I'm bringing a table. <laughs> so you can either take it or you can leave it. Right. You have to go in there with the confidence, like you said, confidence yeah. about yourself mm-hmm. that uh, is empowering. And let them know. Let them know. Not in an arrogant manner, but in a more confident, secure manner.
1: Oh, I love that. That's secure. I'm rooted and I'm grounded in who right. I am. You know, one of my favorite quotes is no one is you and that is your power. There is only one you and you have to understand that you get to decide.
0: Right. And it's all about loving yourself. Sometimes it takes time to be by yourself, to find the love within yourself. And that's that's one thing that I, I took many years of soul searching and being by myself by myself you know a lot of people think oh i gotta get a man or something like that to love me you have to love yourself first and it took years it wasn't overnight but it took years for me to finally mm. finally love christy mm. a lot of people that I, or a lot of women that i speak with mm. haven't gotten to that stage yet so what mm. would you tell them as far as loving yourself finding a way to love yourself
1: mm, mm, mm. Whew, that's a heavy one because every single woman does have a very unique journey, and I don't want to take anything away from that. And even as I listen to you, Christy, saying it took a long time to get there, they need some patience with mm. themselves. Because I've, I've been there too. And I can give you a clear story. I'm 17 years old. I lose my virginity. And the young man who I was with at the time, I get pregnant. How? He said he had protection and clearly something was right. I'm, I'm scared, so I don't know. I get pregnant, and he's going to help me. At this time, I'm, I'm preparing to go to college, and he says he's going to help me get an abortion because I don't have the mindset to care for a child. And so he ghosted me, and I had to tell my mom what happened. And so we ended up going to the, the doctor's office together. I had the abortion, cried all day, all night, through the process, and for 20 years, Christy, it was this dark cloud over my head and emotional thinking about it. And I could not forgive myself every year around August would come and I'd say, I wonder what I would have had. Would it have been a little girl? Would it have been a little boy? And I kept the little doll that the protesters had given me while, you know, we were driving in the parking lot and saying, do not do it. But I went against good judgment and did it. And so for years I would carry that little doll to say, this is a real life and I would put it in, the garment drawer. And when I would move, this little doll would come with me. Well, one day, 20 years later, I'm fasting. And I think I was on day 53 out of like 70 something days of no junk food eating, right? And all of a sudden it broke. And I went and got that little doll, threw it away. And my husband didn't even know that I'd been keeping this little doll. That's how I'm married. And I was free. And I began to tell my story, because before I couldn't talk about it, I was muffling my voice. Like now I'm, I'm known for speaking all over the place on any kind of platform. But I was held hostage to the pain of my past. And, and I had to go through a process of loving myself. All through those years, I was loving myself. But then there was something that was still keeping me from being my most free self, my most audacious self. And see, when you get free of those skeletons in your closet, there is nothing, there is no one that can hold you back because you know what you've had to endure. You know the times you've cried. You know the time you've looked in front of the mirror and had to affirm yourself to thinking, you know, to thinking you are beautiful when you thought you were ugly and unwanted. And it messed with my head because initially I didn't even think that I would be able to marry a man who would marry someone who had all these scars because I was just one of them, but I had many scars. And so a part of that loving yourself is recognizing that imperfection is your superpower.
0: Right. Absolutely. Imperfection is your superpower.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And like you said, it takes time. It takes, it takes time. time and we have to, Forgive, And I think that's what everything evolves around is forgiving yourself. And there's a lot of women listening to this podcast right now and men as well who have not come to the point where they have been able to forgive themselves and others. I remember a few years back, I went to, uh, it was a church retreat and it was all about forgiving. And that was the most powerful, it was like four days learning how to forgive and I think at the end of the at the end of this the um, retreat we'd write down you know things that we're going to forgive and we put it on a balloon and all the ladies there put it on a balloon and let that balloon go to the sky oh, I mean it was like 50 colors of different balloons that we just released I tell you that was so powerful. That was the a life changing moment for me was when I forgave and I let go Mm of all the hurts in the past from other people of myself, all the unlove that I gave to myself Mm -hmm. and other people, everything that happened in my life, I let it go. And we have to do that. So thank you for sharing that story with us. Now on to a lighter note. Let us know about the results that your clients get when working for them? How do they find their voice? How do they free their voice? How do they look fabulous exercising their voice? And I wanna know all about that one.
1: (laughs) Oh yes, oh yes, it's my favorite thing to do. Because Hans, as you know, I, I was not using my voice for many years. And so one of my favorite quotes, Christy, is use your voice even if it trembles. And I've used my voice when I was shaking in my knees. And so when my clients come to me first, they have to get used to hearing their voice. And a lot of times when I ask them to speak out loud, they you want me to say that out loud? Yes, I don't want you to talk in your head. Why? Because you have the voice of doubt. We talk about those limiting beliefs are in there. Your past is in there. Our brain is a box of stories, Christy. And so I want them to think the best thoughts because the best thoughts are going to create the best outcomes. Case in point, I had a gentleman come to me. He wouldn't own his career choice. You know, he's in school right now. He wants to be a weatherman and his family friends have laughed at the idea. It doesn't seem like a serious career choice. And so I told him, I said, man, you've got to own this. This is your choice, this is your life. This one session, first session. And when he came back the next session, Christy, this man said he hadn't got him a tailor-made suit. (laughs) I'm telling you, it was a different person. He was saying that he's been telling his family he is the weatherman. He said he is the best in the Northwest. I'm like, come on here. He got it because he didn't need their outside validation. And so the part of that finding your voice is ownership, owning that no one else can tell your story like you can tell it. And if you don't tell it, it's like Maya Angelou when she said, carrying in ourselves an untold story, it's the greatest burden. And you are not going to be happy until you start using that voice because your voice is the key of freedom. And when we're using our voice, because there are so many, as you know, on the World Wide Web using their voice also, how do you stand out? How do you really create an impact and a difference in the marketplace? This is where you begin to work on your skills and you polish your presentations. I often say practice makes polished and polished makes profits what kind of money do you want to make? Because if you want to make some serious money, it's going to require you stepping up your game. And so most of my clients, they know we're going to look the part, be the part, and we're going to get the part. 99% of opportunities that I go after, I obtain them because I've set myself up for success. You
0: are speaking my language. You are totally speaking my language. Amen to that. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. And... Uh, One thing that I do as well is I help people to find their voice, get their message out there. And if you haven't heard my story, I had glossophobia. Glossophobia is a serious social anxiety, a serious stage fright. Mm. And so I've been there and it took me over 17 years to get to a place where I can finally express myself and get my message heard and now you can't shut me up. But
1: <laughs> Christy we are really christies together. <laughs> this is surreal. real.
0: <laughs> that is funny but yeah one thing it's just a fear. It's a fear that people have, and that fear could be coming as different places for each and every last one of us, but it's the fear of being vulnerable in front of other people, showing yourself. It's a fear of being criticized or being judged, you know, and what I found out is that Really? No one cares. No one cares. There's so much going on in the world that they may see you say something and go on to the next person. No one really cares. No one's staying up all night thinking about how you messed up or how you... I fainted <laughs> when the first time that I spoke in public. Oh, my goodness. I literally passed out. I sat in the car for two hours screaming and crying, hmm. terrified to go into a Toastmasters International Mm-hmm. a group but mm-hmm. you know what? i did it because i know i needed to improve and i needed to get i had a message within me i had <laughs> i knew i had to help others and in order to help other people i had to help myself first so thank mm-hmm. you for that mm, absolutely good. so what is miss christy doing next what's lighting mm-hmm. you up these days
1: <laughs> queen for this. always queen for this what are we doing now i'm preparing to relaunch a new website we're, we're in the final stages of rebranding just had a new t-shirt line the black queen collection created so i have to upload that we're excited about that uh to start off the new year uh, with some new products the queen fitness coaching program so it's a lot of crowns rotating right now i'm super excited about six year anniversary coming up for the holidays so we're celebrate. yes 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 yes
0: Awesome. So you have a, a new clothing line coming up. Come to tell us about this clothing line because I am all about clothes and fashion.
1: Yeah, clothes. So. yeah so inspirational T-shirts. I'm money on soon. <laughs> the the yes, I want that autopilot money. But yes, the T-shirt line. So I love T-shirts, you know, when you're out, you know, being casual. But, you know, women love cute T-shirts. And so inspirational sayings to remind you of, who you are, what you can accomplish. So you're going to see, as you talked about surrounding yourself with affirmations, that's my life. You know, I am known as the queen of inspiration. so I want to have these t-shirts that help women to see their own beauty because you look in the mirror and you'll see words, you know, pointing back at you, reminding you because I I tell people, you got to think about what you're thinking about. And that requires being intentional.
0: I think um, having these shirts, I've seen a few. I was actually looking at some at 1 o'clock last night, finding some queen shirts. <laughs> But it's about, uh, you know, inspiring others. Because when I look at someone who has one of these inspiring shirts, I feel inspired. Like, wow, you know, that is so true. And I need to think that way or I need to feel that way or or start, you know, looking that way, which is great. So uh, kudos to you for just, uh, you know, taking the next step and putting more things out there in the world to make (laughs) this, you know, life and people's lives more positive. You know, in a great life. And you have a book called Queen Fidence. Tell us about this book of yours. Yes. What's it all about?
1: Queen Fidence is a seventy day inner guide to transformation. And we talked about journaling. I am a lover of journaling. When I was going through all of my different challenges as a young woman, evolving into a mature woman, journaling really was my lifeline. And I didn't I didn't know anything about coaches. I didn't know anything about therapists at that time. And so it was writing the thoughts down. I probably have 40 completed journals. 20 are open right now. I write everything. My whole life is scripted. And so for this journal, journaling process, I have 70 days. I'm walking these women through their own transformation. Remember you were talking about it takes time to love yourself? And so days. some women don't wow. even know what that looks like. How do I do that? I, I give you a step-by-step system one day at a time that's how i built my my business is how i built my whole life how i manifested my husband it was one single step at a time and so they have me in a book a coach in a book
0: (laughs) wow i have to get this book 70 day transformation That is amazing. That's extensive. So you really over-deliver. You don't just put like seven-day here, five-day tips, (laughs) 70 days.
1: We want deep transformation. And why 70? Well, one, when I was named Christy Yolanda Kennedy, every single name had seven letters. So 777, as you know, seven is the number of completion. And so 66 they are now estimating that it takes about 66 days for us to form a new habit back in the day we would hear 21 days wow. mm-hmm. but if you want to get it rooted you know established it's going to take some time if you're doing that every single day and that's why we're, we're spanning that out for 70 days and hence a complete transformation i don't want you to have a half transformation i want you to go inside yourself ask these hard questions face your fears Stop rehearsing the hurt. I call it formula F-R-T-H. We rehearse the hurts. It's like reopening a wound that had already healed. But instead of rehearsing the hurts, Christy, we can now start releasing what? The happy. Releasing the opportunity to be happy again. Release the hearts, the love. Love that person who hurt you. Release it. Because we, we hold on and it becomes poisonous. And then we ultimately don't fulfill our potential.
0: Right. And when you release, that's when the transformation starts to happen. Mm-hmm. When you're able to release. When I release that day, mm-hmm. that day is when transformation, my life starts to change. All that I've been working for for the previous 10 years started to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. It's when I learned to let go let go, forgive, and release. And so that is a that is so powerful. I thank you for that. So 66 days to form a new habit. Yeah, I've been talking about 21 days, but I knew it took a little bit longer than that. But 66 <laughs> days to form a new habit. So make sure that you all implement that for sure. Now, talk about this global image consulting, global image.
1: Hmm. Yes, typically I work with executive leaders and it goes back to, it's the whole package. The person saying, you know what, I'm coming to you, raw. help me find my identity, discover my purpose. Why am I here? Because often I see individuals vacillating back and forth. They're, they're going to all of these free resources, but they still, at the end of the day, have no sense of who they are. And so I literally walk them through. My whole journey things that I've learned over the past 20 years from teaching modeling from being a public speaker. There are certain things that they are looking for event planners. How do you work with individuals. How do you maintain a sense of professionalism when you're interacting. So with so many things that people aren't talking about that you're just not going to know when you go on when you get on video how do you look how do you present yourself and as we know that we're in the the age of social media and individuals are just popping up on cameras and i just cringe when i see just a female woman with nails undone you know or it's chipped paint like ooh, it's it's still an image right you want to present your best image and and women will tell me i don't have time to do makeup how do you not have time to do makeup research shows that women who wear makeup are they appear to be more friendly Right, and if you're more friendly, because we were saying people do business with those they like, know, and trust, you're gonna feel people are gonna think, "Oh, she's more approachable." Women who wear skirts, they typically wear make more money than those that don't. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a it's a science to this femininity, and that we haven't even tapped into. Oh, that's that's a piece of it. Right, right. <laughs> the right colors. You can wear a color that can be offensive to an audience.
0: Wow, there's so much to it than that. Yes. I also help people to, you know, get on videos, use your online videos to grow their audience to get the message out. And one of the first thing I do is your presence. Your presence. I do not want to see a bed, a <laughs> made bed in the background. And so many people don't understand. I do not want to see you with your robe on. Do it too. I mean, unless you're making a, you know, a point, a statement point. <laughs> that's okay. You know, you need props and different, okay. different video and uh, visual aids. That's okay. But it's a level of I think respectfulness. I think I come from an old Mary Kay age where a lady always never stepped out of her house without her face being made. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter how I feel, what day it is, I will wake up that morning and get my face done. My hair is curled. (laughs) I could be sick as I don't know what and stay in the bed all day, but my face is done. My hair is made, and I have you know I feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm ready because when I do feel good, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready for the day. <laughs> people used to laugh at me and say, how do you go, your, how do you go get your hair done and, and your makeup is already on? Because when I step out with my hair, say, I'm ready for the day. Right there. You know, I, I'm ready to go.
1: Mm,
0: I love it. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot amazing. of people, I, a lot of women uh, tell me, you know, I don't want to get on video because I don't want to do my makeup. Yeah. I used to record three videos a day for three months.
1: Come on through, my
0: goodness. Three months to work toward my goal. And every day, every day I had to look the part, be the part, because I am portraying an image and I'm attracting a certain type of audience a certain type of caliber Uh of audience. Mm -hmm. And so I have to show up, show up every single day. When When I push that button that says, that green button that says go, It is showtime. It's showtime. It doesn't matter if I was upset a minute ago or had a you know someone ticked me off or I didn't feel well or something didn't go right. When I click that button, it is showtime. It's showtime. So I know you absolutely feel the way and instill that also in your clients as well.
1: Yes, it's showtime. I love that, And Yes, three times a day, three months. Come on. I love you giving that visual. What? it does take. And when the more you do it, as you notice, because you talked about, you know, overcoming the fear of speaking, you find a groove, you find your voice, you find your style, but it's not going to come until you start practicing. Right. Practice makes
0: perfect. Practice, 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 practice. And that's a lot of things that people don't do is they don't practice. So what do you tell your students? How do they practice? What kind of things do you tell them to do?
1: Mm. Well, each case is going to be different depending on what we're working on but definitely mirror work I'm always advocating for mirror work stepping in front of the mirror speaking to yourself I can talk to myself real good say for instance you're procrastinating you get in front of that mirror and talk to yourself about why it's important to make it happen to get it done you're not the average kind of person out here and so what's going to be required of you is going to be more too much is given much is required until you get in the right state of mind where your productivity levels are increasing I tell them to move their bodies especially now that we're in quarantine most people are very sedentary heart attack rates are higher for individuals that are sedentary so you need to be moving I'm moving every single day even though I'm not traveling as much as I was and standing on stages I still need to move and another thing that I do I tell them practice the affirmations and gratitude. Gratefulness keeps you out of those negative spaces because I've overcome anxiety, I've overcome depression, overcome addictions. And what has helped me to stay at a balanced level and my emotions is gratitude. I just bought a gratitude jar. I, I literally live by gratitude because you talked talking about those days that are going to be difficult. And especially as a leader, we have an exorbitant amount of responsibility. And oftentimes there may not be anyone you know, patting you on the back. I have pom-poms in my home office. I have a cowbell. I will ring it. I will celebrate a win in a minute. I have a success journal. Some of those action steps. I tell them, keep records of your wins. You need to be celebrating. A win is a win. Every single thing, whether it's small or whether it's large, because as Oprah said, the more we celebrate, the more we have to celebrate.
0: That's right. If I had a fly on the wall
1: (laughs) at your house or mine, people would think that we were crazy (laughs) Uh,
0: because of the weird things that we do. But you know what? It works. It works. It works. It does. If you stay dedicated and do it consistently and continue to do these three action steps that Chrissy talked about, practicing in the mirror, moving your body. Chrissy, you exercise a lot as well. I saw some uh, photos of your new husband working out. You have to move your body and stay healthy. What you put into your body, how you move your body is so vitally important for the person that you're trying to portray. You know, when you're out there in your front of an audience, when you're in front of a business associates, you have to look the part. And that goes in line with what you're putting to your body and how you feel about your body. That's when the confidence is gonna shine through, you know. And then you talked about gratitude. Gratitude is amazing. Gratitude, be thankful, thankful, thankful every single day for everything that you have. I don't care what is going on in your life. There is always something to be grateful for. Now, you can take you out a jar.
1: Explain, how does this jar work? Mm-hmm. I just bought a new jar, but I do have one. Let me pull it out so I can see like here. I'm going to tell you. So one jar, God is faithful, mm-hmm. and it was a makeshift jar but I just purchased one, like a ceramic one, that comes with cards, and you actually enter in some of the things that you want to, you know, like you say, friends, whatever you want to be grateful for, for that day, and express it, you write it on the note card, and you just drop it in the jar, but so, you know, the teas, what tea is this, that traditional medicinal tea, and they have inspiration, so I put that in my gratitude jar, one thing that I put in the gratitude jar, so anything, any moment I want to capture I read a quote that said, a thankful heart is a magnet for miracles. So one day years ago during one that famine, that financial famine I was talking about, I was in the line and I was tell people, you think you got money, but you ain't got no money. And the car declines and there was a lady right behind me, Christy. And she said, I got her. She took care of me, paid for my grocery and I just broke. I was like, Woo, let me tell you, but I wrote on that receipt. A woman in line paid for my grocery, and I put that in the jar. And so you know, now that I have money, I I like to go back there and like, wow, life is so different now. And so there are people that are in hardship that I remember where I was, and it makes it easy for me to give and and, as they say, pay it forward.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It is so important to give because when you help someone, you don't know where that person is in their life. You don't. I remember the times when I had nothing I hadn't have gas money to get to work but on that day I may still you know stay with my little routine and visit my friends and they just knew here's, here's gas money here's, here's groceries and I didn't ask for anything I just kept it inside kept my proud stood up tall and just put about my day but I didn't have two pennies to rub together but now I'm in a position where I can help others and if I can help them in any kind of way, I do it. I do it. And that is so important to give, to serve, to, and, and allow this world to know that there are still good people here. There are still good people. You know, people think that, you know, the world is, you know, coming to an end It's defeat and it's all this strife and negativity, but there are still good people here. And all you have to do is focus on those good people. You're going to watch that more good people and more good opportunities are going to come into your life. So thank you so much, Christy. You are absolutely amazing. You're doing big things in this world. You are doing big things to help people to grow and transform their lives, which I know that they're going to go out and help others do better as well. So thank you again for being on the be seen, be loved, a podcast, and I am just grateful for you. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Beloved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com Thanks for listening.